Hello, I'm Eddie Farah, founding partner of Farah & Farah, a personal injury firm in Florida and Georgia. Welcome to another edition of Florida Daily TV, brought to you by Farah & Farah. It's Florida Daily TV, brought to you by FloridaDaily.com. For all your news on politics, business, and education, it's FloridaDaily.com. Now, here's your host, Ed Dean. Welcome to another edition of Florida Daily TV right here on FloridaDaily.com. Brought to you by Farah and Farah, serving you since 1979. Lawyers you can trust, Farah and Farah. Go to FarahandFarah.com. Com. Let's get into it. Ron Davis, our legal analyst here um, by Zoom, attorneyrondavis.com, and who's been on with us before, attorney Lindsey Brock with McLeod Brock. So I want to get into this uh, This whole, there's a big discussion about COVID liability, tort reform, trial lobbies all ticked off right now. A lot of Republicans like that's surprising. Ron, let me start with you as, as our legal analyst, I, and I want to get to Lindsey. Now the Democrats control the White House, they control the U.S. Senate, they can still maintain the House. And it doesn't seem that the Republicans, they may or may not have a lot of clout to stop me, maybe some of the executive orders that a lot of the far left progressives want Biden to do. Are we going to be ending up looking at, uh, I mean, I think this is Trump's main legacy. Um, unfortunately, it was pretty much put down uh, with the chaos at the Capitol. But Trump's legacy is all the judges, the appellate courts, the federal courts and the Supreme Court. Ron, do you think we're going to see a lot of lawsuits happen from a lot of business and conservative groups maybe against the Biden administration? I, I think you'll see them. It'll take a variety of, of measures, especially when you reach to the, the part where Biden begins to roll back a lot of uh, the uh, executive orders that, that Trump did that, de- that did away with a lot of the regulations. I think that's where you're going to see a lot of, of lawsuits in terms of initially there. Um, I don't think you're going to see a lot of constitutional challenges early. It's still really close in terms of the House and the Senate. Um, I know Republicans feel like the world fell on them, but, you know, we did pick up seats in the House and the Senate is split. So you're going to see this is where the middle of the road senators and and, and congressmen are going to have the power uh, for the next two years, you know, because everybody on each side is going to be pushing for them. But in terms of lawsuits, um, I, I would not expect to see constitutional challenges unless Biden does something by way of executive orders that just completely overstamps his bounds. Um, I think the real concern is going to be what's going to happen with the deregulation that occurred during Trump's administration. Here's the thing, Lindsay. I want to get into this Florida, this holding about COVID liabilities. I want to get into some of that here. Um, it, it, there was a story by Kimberly Strassel, one of my favorites from the uh, from the uh, Wall Street Journal. And one of the things that they had talked about is that one of the conservatives saving grace will be a lasting legacy by all the Trump appointments out there. And she says this could be one of the best things for conservatives out there, for example, through executive orders. And one of the things that may stop an onslaught, you still got Democratic governors look at more COVID restrictions, which we'll get into here in Florida. But one of the things, as Ron says, and I think Ron's right, we may not see a lot of objection. It may be several months before we see with the Biden administration. But, you know, for example, one of the reasons why Trump couldn't get the wall built quick enough and things like that. You had a lot of lawsuits stopping him. Well, you did. And I I would agree with Ron because I don't believe that the Republicans are going to want to really rock the boat that much precisely because there's so much balance between the Senate and in the House. They're looking at this hopefully in the long term and realizing that in two years they've got a chance to regain seats in there. So the more that the Republicans can seem reasonable, willing to work with the president, willing to work with the uh, president administration, challenging where they need to, 
uh, but working with them where they can, I think you'll see that because I believe that that's where they see the path to uh, regaining control of one or both houses of government. Ron, let me play for you a clip. Um, Ed Renzi is out of Florida. He is the chairman of Fat Brands. I guess they do. They own several of these food companies out there. This was about COVID. He says there's an optimistic view by businesses because of a vaccine. I want to segue for a lot of our audience out there. There has been new, this is going to be the big thing for the state legislature coming up. Uh, committee meetings going on right now in Tallahassee. As you know, session starts up, Ron, uh, around uh, May, uh, March the 1st about COVID liability protection. And what they want to do, It's and some of the argument from the trial lobby is that they just want to have an, a, a glorified amnesty protection, whatever lawsuits may happen against businesses and hotels. I want to play for you the clip from what Ed Renzi had said about businesses trying to make a comeback during COVID. As chaotic as Washington, D.C. may be and as chaotic as our federal government may be, uh, there's a lot of optimism on the street. Um, People have reset their businesses. It's been amazing to me to listen to them talk about how they've become more efficient, how they've uh, worked harder to make sure their employees are getting what they need. Uh, They're working hard to make sure the customers are getting good value. Uh, They're kind of optimistic in a very negative uh, environment, and they're looking forward to the vaccine, and they think they're going to come out of this much, much stronger. Um, Hotel lodging industry in Florida says they see future bookings, but Ron, they're also on board because they are afraid that if they don't go by certain CDC guidelines, uh, this is, again, this is going to be the biggest thing for the state of Florida this year about how that a lot of businesses, a lot of business groups say that what they need is liability protection, and I know many on the uh, the lawyer, the legal side, doesn't like it. What's your take on this? Well, <clears throat> as usual with with liability protection, um, I, you know, I think I think you see a little bit of jumping on the bandwagon, a little bit cart before the horse. Um, you know, how does one prove where one got COVID from? Okay, that, that's that's darn near impossible because there's not any specific markers or anything that you could say. I went into a grocery store and um, and and A only has this coronavirus in us and B. So I think I think that this is one of those you know on the Republican side not letting a good tragedy go to waste type issues. Right. Um, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, you how does one prove where you got it? Now I think if 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 certain businesses hold themselves out as we do and we go way above and beyond and, you know, COVID and please come and visit us because we're super safe and someone could prove something in that context, that person might have a cause of action. But I don't, I think this is one of those things where, where, where Republicans and business organizations need to sit back and and not do something silly because it's going to come back and, and, and backfire. But, Lindsay, this is what I find interesting. If I may sound like a lawyer for a second here, we're talking about CDC guidelines. These aren't like set in stone legal uh, requirements for certain restaurants to do what they got to do. The goal of the restaurants is to keep things clean. They don't want anybody catching COVID out there. How do you sit back and sit and say, well, we need liability protection, but we don't really have anything set in stone. Do we just have CDC guidelines? Well, you've got the CDC guidelines. You also have the executive orders that have come down. Down from the from the mayors okay. and, from, and from the governor as well, but what this really is to protect against, I think, is you know as Ron knows, anyone can file a lawsuit. Now, can you prove it? Ultimately, maybe not. As he pointed out, all the differences and the and the difficulties in showing exactly where you got the virus, but that doesn't stop people from filing lawsuits. And I think what the Republicans are trying to do is to get ahead 
of what they uh, see as a possible wave of lawsuits coming out there to where then companies are overwhelmed with them. So what are they going to do? They're naturally going to settle them. They're going to try to get them out of the way so that they can move on with their businesses. That creates a drain on resources. That creates a drain on insurance, causes premiums to go up. So what I think they're looking at as far as the legislature is how can we get ahead of this to prevent what they see as a potential problem? How real it will be? I don't really know. Ron, the business community says they want to stop this. The National Federation of Independent Business Tax Watch here in Florida says too much unscrupulous, frivolous lawsuits. This will put a – they're not saying it's more tort reform. They just say they want to protect the business community that they represent. And this type of liability protection, which is what they want the Republicans in Florida to promote, will stop a lot of that frivolous lawsuits. How do you see it? No, I, I, I get the argument, Ed. The, the problem is every time – the Republicans and businesses tried to come in and, and do tort reform liability. All they've done is made it more expensive. Okay, it's not gone away. It's just more expensive. And we constantly hear this this same gripe and complaint about, oh, it's too expensive. We got to get ahead of it. Now, unless you're going to say there's a total ban on lawsuits as it relates to COVID, which would get struck down in the Supreme Court. You know, the, the Florida, even the Florida Supreme Court at this point would not let that stand because you have your, your day in court. The real problem is, is you have insurance companies that have built firms, these, these high volume plaintiffs practices. And the reason why is exactly what Lindsay was saying is they just settle. And I think the business community <clears throat> and the insurance community, and we're really, really not talking about protecting businesses. We're really talking about protecting insurance companies. But I think it's it's time to do maybe a little retort reform in, in the way of how we what we call bad faith cases, because that's really what's keeping insurance companies from trying more cases. <clears throat> Trust me, if you make plaintiff's attorneys try more cases, they'll take fewer because they don't want to try more. L- Lindsay, let me ask, are we seeing ads? I, now, I know there's some that we saw over the summertime last year. I don't see a lot of ads by the trial lobby or by lawyers saying, hey, if you've been infected by COVID, give us a call. We can sue for you. I know there's been a few in Orlando, but I haven't seen all of this. The, I understand where the Republicans are coming from. I'm a big pro-business guy. Do they see something, some chatter that there's going to be all this? I mean, where are the lawsuits now against companies? Well, and that's really the question. I don't know that there are a lot of them out there. That's why I said I think they're trying to get ahead of it. One of the things when you look at the specific legislation that's been put forward here in uh, Florida is that they're doing it similar to how they require a doctor's affidavit for a medical malpractice lawsuit. They're having the requirement that a doctor has to give an affidavit that says, yes, you caught COVID and it's likely from this source. There is the caveat in there to where if you as the business say, hey, I followed, as you said, the CDC guidelines, I followed the executive orders, I did everything that I was supposed to do in running my business, then that's where the uh, the legislation is saying, look, if they can show that, there's no lawsuit. I want to talk more about this on the other side with our uh, legal panel. Uh, I'm Ed Dean, host of uh, Florida Daily TV, the publisher of FloridaDaily.com. More on this on the other side. Again, this brought to you by Farah and Farah, serving you since 1979. FarahandFarah.com. More on the other side. When we come to work in the morning, we don't think about all the money we've won against big tobacco, big pharma, or the insurance industry. That's in the past. Life faces forward, and so do we. It's been said, to live in the past is to die in the present. What really matters is what we can do for you and your family right now, right this second. So call us, Farah and Farah, here for you, here for good. Welcome back. 
From the commercial break, Florida Daily TV, Florida, Florida, right here on FloridaDaily.com. I'm your host, publisher, Ed Dean, brought to you by Farah, and Farah serving you since 1979. Looking out for you, lawyers you can trust, FarahandFarah.com. Ron Davis, uh, Lindsey Brock. Ron, so I want to get a couple other things here. This is going to be a hot issue. Lindsey, we were talking about this during the break. Lindsey says when you've read some of this uh, information, it's real, real quick before I go to Ron. Lindsey, it's not that long of a, would the Republicans want to have COVID liability? It's not like 30, 40 pages, is it? No, it's, it's a fairly straightforward piece of legislation. Right. Ron, where do you see this going this year? Do you think there'll be a little bit to suffice, maybe the business community, or is the trial lobby most likely going to win on this one? I hope it doesn't. Do I think it's going to get done? Yes. They, they're they very worried in the overall climate, I think, with, with the Biden administration that I think Florida, in a knee-jerk reaction, is going to pass it, and they'll just pass it as poorly as they did medical malpractice. And what you're going to find is two years from now, when we're really embroiled in COVID lawsuits, it's going to be three and four times more expensive to litigate it. It will have done nothing to reduce the amount. Um, so, you know, yes, do I think so? It's just a knee-jerk reaction at this point. This is something Republicans love the words tort reform. <laughs> they don't care what it what happens as long as they get something that says tort reform. They, you know, they, you're just not going to legislate it out of existence. You've got to address the problem, and that is the statute that deals with bad faith claims which the insurance companies hide behind and not trying cases. All right, Ron, let me interrupt you. Lindsay, we were talking about this during the break, all three of us, before we came back on. You said that you think, as of now, this isn't like like we're going to nitpick everything. This is mostly you think this is going to be if there is a death that might have they think might have been prevented that unfortunately someone doesn't matter what their age is if they were able to con a contract or a contact get get in the contact with a covid related at a ho like a hotel a business or a restaurant that are resulted from a death that's where you see that's where you think this is all going yeah because otherwise really when you look at it what are your damages i got sick uh, wh- how have you been damaged because of that? <clears throat> right. And so that's why when you look at it and think about it in terms of, well, why would you be bringing a lawsuit? Well, the loss of a loved one uh, is always a tragedy. So that seems to be the most prominent area that I think that, that we would see those lawsuits happening. Ron has a point. I've heard him say this on on this TV show and on radio. Um, again, Republicans love the word tort reform. I want to spend a whole show on the tort reform. Is this, it, even though some of the business community says this isn't really about tort reform, is it really? Well, I mean, yes and no. I get what Ron's saying because what happens is when you put up this these barriers to the lawsuits, well, there are always going to be certain certain ones that are able to surmount those barriers. And as a result, you have a very, very expensive litigation process because they're going to have to get doctors to come in and, and swear that there's these certain criteria have been met for the lawsuit to happen. If that stands, then guess what? The other side now has to go and hire doctors to come in and say, no, they haven't met it, or if they did meet it, it wasn't really that bad. So you end up having a more expensive litigation process. The goal is that may be true, <laughs> right? but there's going to be fewer fewer of those lawsuits. Ron, you have said, you said a few moments ago, we won't find, uh, I mean, the business community says this will save, they're talking about numbers of 10, 15, 20 billion for the business community. And they say, the court, this is passed on to the consumer. You're saying we may not know the true cost one way or the other for two or three years, right? No, if, if they do the litigation the way that they're proposing to do the litigation, 
uh, it will it will be four or five times more expensive than what it would be if they had just left it alone. Um, <clears throat> at the end of the day, the plaintiff is going to have almost an insurmountable burden of proving that they got it from a, a specific way. Right. And when Lindsay, <clears throat> when Lindsay and you were talking about damages, you know, there's so many variants that this disease or this this virus takes. You know, you've heard studies where it decimates lungs. You have organ failure. So it's not just death. There's going to be a whole variety of, of, of damages. You may have a 30-year-old a who was an active runner or a, a, a professional athlete who got it. Lungs can no longer allow, you know, will no longer allow them to do things. So, you know, Republicans need to really be careful, again, how you approach it. And, you know, making it more expensive to start, All if someone has lost the capacity to breathe the way they once did, or they lost a liver or a kidney or some other organ. Um, what's the value of that if they can't work? It's almost more than the value of somebody Let me, who dies sometimes. Plus, in wrongful death cases, Ed, what a lot of people forget, wrongful death cases are really hard to pursue a lot of times because if, if you're over the age of 25 and your parent dies, you have no cause of action for wrongful death. If your spouse dies, you have a, a claim for wrongful death. If a child dies, as a minor, you have so there's at, wrongful death cases just aren't right. like given out like candy. They're they're hard to pursue. So I think what Ron is saying, I want to give you the last word here, Lindsay. That is it. One of these, for example, a lot of people that have died of COVID had pre-existing conditions. Is it one of these? Well, hey, my husband's. It, it, Heaven bless him. Stop smoking five years ago, but he still got scarred. Oh, he didn't die from all those years of smoking. He died because of COVID. Is that that's what kind of what Ron's? It, you're gonna have to prove that. Exactly, you're gonna have to prove that. And he's got a good point that there are situations to where COVID causes other damages to your body other than death. Those are probably not as not as prevalent as just simply being able to say, well, you know, caught COVID uh, and died. But you know, it's. And I, and I appreciated his comment that they love everything about uh, the Republicans love the words tort reform. Right. And, and what I think we're really talking about here is what are the unintended consequences of this legislation? It's coming out quickly. It's going to get looked at. Are they really going to debate it? Are they really going to think through and say, yeah, but what if? I think it's going to get watered down. Probably. It's most empty. All right. I got to go. Lindsey Brock, good to have you here from McLeod Brock. Ron Davis, attorneyrondavis.com, who's also our legal analyst at floridadaily.com. Ron, good. this is a great topic, and I know we're going to be doing – I'm going to bring you and the business committee in here, and we may do a full-blown hour. And, and Ron just loves – I mean, Ron's just itching to do it, especially a lot of these guys come on. But by the way, it's funny because Ron thinks – it's funny. When Ron comes on the on the, on the radio show, he, we even have other lawyers, people you know of, elected city council people, that are all for the tort reform. And Ron's like, wait a second. You're like a sellout. But Ron does it in a very uh, fun, laid-back way. All right. Another edition of Florida Daily TV brought to you by Farrah and Farrah, serving you since 1979. Lawyers you can trust, farrahandfarrah.com. Another edition of Florida Daily TV. Don't forget, visit us every day. Catch all the latest news right here on floridadaily.com. This episode of Florida Daily was brought to you by Farrah and Farrah. Don't let an accident wreck your life. Our legal experts are ready to fight for the justice and compensation you deserve. Call Farah and Farah.